Welcome to the Sweet Life Podcast. Are you ready to start living your life with more passion, purpose, and pleasure? And stay tuned to learn more from your behavioralist expert, dating coach, and relationship guru, Sweet Dean. Hey, sweet family. I'm so excited to announce that my podcast is in partnership with Let's Get Checked. They provide professional health testing that you can do from the comfort of your own home. I ordered a full STD panel and female hormone test, and I received my test in a super discreet package the very next day. I submitted all my samples and sent them back in a prepaid envelope, and I got text updates as it was being processed, and I received my results in three days. And if you do come back positive for something or outside the normal range, they provide a free consultation call and they can even prescribe antibiotics over the phone. It's just incredible to be able to take your health into your own hands from the comfort of your home. If you would like to receive 20% off your kit, just use my discount code. Go to trylgc.com slash sweetlife and get tested today. That's trylgc.com slash sweetlife. On to today's topic, my sweet loves. So I got asked a question by one of my friends about something that I believe we all experience at one point or another. And that was when we feel something that we don't enjoy, whether it's fear, frustration, jealousy, anger, confusion, when should we do thought replacement? and pick a new thought that supports a better outcome? And when should we allow the feeling that's happening to simply exist? Is there some magical mathematical formula that you can just input the feeling and multiply it by time of allowance? And if it's greater than or equal to the probability of a higher success rate, it is then time to select a new thought. (laughs) Unfortunately, to my current knowledge, no such formula exists. And even if it did, the amount of variables and factors between different people and how they responded would be too significant to make it a consistent theory. All right, I'm done talking about math now, so you can all tune back in. Let's work with a hypothetical, because I think it's easier to see the way that our brain naturally wants to process situations. So let's say you go on a date with someone and you two really connected. You really liked them and they really liked you. There was energy flowing between you. And then all of a sudden, they don't text you back or call you back. And there is a ton of thoughts that might be spiraling around in your brain. And we talked about this exact idea on the ghosting episode. It's a highly charged energetic experience that can leave your brain wandering in all directions. I almost think about energy as this burst of chaos, right? I mean, we are in an entropic universe, so that's what fuels our existence. So this energetic chaos burst wants to force our brain to do something, either to have a reaction or to run and hide from it. And sometimes both simultaneously, right? (laughs) So as a coach, and especially when I started my business, I was obsessed with thought replacement. If I didn't like the results that I was getting or the feeling that I was having, I would trace back to the thoughts that I was having and pick new ones to elicit a different result or what I deemed a more successful or better result. And this was such an enjoyable way to take charge of my brain and control my thoughts and enhance my success rate. And almost like a drug, I was addicted to this thought replacement strategy, and I used it for everything. I felt upset 
about not getting the amount of clients that I needed. So I traced back my thoughts, decided on purpose to instead pour energy into the ones I already had and allow that flow of energy to spread so that the new clients would be attracted to that flow of abundance instead of pushed away by that clawing neediness. This worked beautifully. And once we see a strategy of thoughts that work, the temptation is to roll them out across the board, just start replacing all thoughts with ones we had hand-selected so that we can achieve the best results possible. So when thinking about this situation earlier of the couple that I brought up, they went on a date, things went well, and then maybe she doesn't call or text you and you're feeling lost and frustrated and confused and probably a little anxious. And the first response might be avoiding, then maybe trying to assign a reason to the event. Maybe she's busy. Maybe she lost her phone. Maybe she's working on a project, right? The next comes the waves of self-doubt. What did I do wrong? Is she mad at me? Am I undesirable? Did I read into the date too much? Then maybe some self-soothing. I know I'm a good person, and if she doesn't want me, that's not a reflection of me. That's a reflection of her. (laughs) Then I think at this point is where we actively try to do some thought replacement. Or when I would have instructed my client to decide what thoughts would support them in achieving their desired results. You know, probably something along the lines of, pouring energy into yourself so that you're in a space of abundance, which actually attracts more to you. So while I definitely see the benefits of thought replacement, and I do see the energy shift into a more desirable outcome, I also recognize the tendency that I have to use it as a way to avoid feelings I don't want to feel. I don't want to feel undesirable. I don't want to feel rejected. I don't want to feel like I'm not succeeding in my business. And not just because I don't enjoy the feeling of failure, but also because of what I make those feelings mean about me. So I'm quick to move on and to pick a new thought that I hope will elicit a different result so that I no longer have to feel all this anxiety and discomfort and frustration. So in recognizing that I'm using this as a little more sophisticated numbing out mechanism, I decided to try on what it would be like to simply allow the non-optimal feeling to just exist, to try them on like an article of clothing, knowing that at any time I could take it back off if it got too intense, not avoiding the feeling of failure, but allowing it to be fully present, to exist all around me and permeate my being, allowing this burst of chaotic energy to just be present without needing to shift it or direct it, or label it, or change it. And something really interesting happened. I realized that accepting this feeling of anxiety actually had beneficial components to it. And I'll explain what I mean, because I know it sounds bizarre, right? Why would I want to experience non-optimal emotions when I know that I can select new thoughts? What could possibly be beneficial about experiencing failure, anger, jealousy, or fear? So when you lean into the feelings that are currently existing, the ones that are raw and real and chaotic in the moment, and you don't try to manipulate them or change them, but you just observe them just as they are, the energy around them builds. And it actually builds to such a point that it might feel a little overwhelming, but then it breaks and it bursts into a thousand little energy molecules, and it moves in directions you might not have imagined. And sometimes this takes you to a place that you couldn't have picked with your own thought replacement. 
It brings you to spaces that didn't exist before, and it allows you to love yourself just as you are. Allowing yourself to fully feel the wide array of human emotions and feelings only serves to deepen your experience with life. Instead of purposefully moving the energy into the direction that you desire, allow the energy that already exists to be present. And I'm not saying to dwell on the feelings of anger or frustration or fear forever. I'm saying allow them to be heard and felt and understood. And at that point, decide what you would like to do with them. I think we are so quick to want to change these non-optimal emotions that we completely lose this step in the process. So slow it down. Be present with what's going on inside you. Allow yourself to feel and also allow yourself to heal. You know what's best for you in your life. You are the author of your own existence and you are more powerful and magnificent than you know. Reach out, sweet family, if you need reminding of this. The Sweet Life Podcast is in partnership with Let's Get Checked, providing you with discreet at-home testing for hormones and STDs and so much more. If you want to get 20% off today, go to trylgc.com backslash sweetlife. All my love to all of you.